Welcome to the podcast of Christ Church in Town in Jacksonville, Florida. We are seeking the renewal of all things in Jesus Christ. Towards that end, we are committed to cultivating personal transformation in Christ, an uncommon fellowship of racially and economically diverse individuals, and the flourishing of our neighbors. To join our local body in membership or financial support, visit ChristChurchInTown.org. Today we will continue in a series in the Psalms called the Messianic Psalms. These Psalms paint a picture of Christ, who he is, what he has done, and what he will do. Today we, is Psalm 110, and this Psalm is quoted the most in the New Testament. It's actually quoted 24 times in the New Testament, and each time it's quoted, it points us to Christ. We even... We even quote this psalm when we sing, when we do the Apostles' Creed, when we say, He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. So, if you are willing and able, I ask that you stand for the reading of God's Word. Our reading today is Psalm 110. The Lord says to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. The Lord sends forth from Zion your mighty scepter. Rule in the midst of your enemies. Your people will offer themselves freely on the day of your power in holy garments. From the womb of the morning, the dew of your youth will be yours. The Lord has sworn and will not change his mind. You are a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. The Lord is at your right hand. He will shatter kings on the day of his wrath. He will execute judgment among the nations, filling them with corpses. He will shatter chiefs over the wide earth. He will drink from the brook by the way. Therefore, he will lift up his head. This is the word of the Lord. It is absolutely true and given to us in love. Amen. Thank you, Kate. You may be seated. As Todd prayed, we are certainly living in some perilous times. Um, the news reports that we get are often very, very unsettling. As a matter of fact, just in a 24-hour period, we've had two mass shootings. And any given day in this city in which we live, uh, we could get reports of shootings or somebody's been um, raped, robbed in our city. Oftentimes, we, we look at that and we say, well, that happens other places. But it happens right here in the city where we live. I, I remember that, I think it was Tuesday. Uh, I am a vivid, vivid news watcher. I like to watch the news. And in, in a four-hour period in this city where we live, there were four separate shootings. And, and when we hear that kind of stuff, people often begin to cry, more times than not, they say, where is God? Where is God? Why is God allowing this to happen? Then I don't know where this commentary comes from or how it's developed, but people begin to say, all this is happening because the church has no power. All this is happening because there is evil in the world. All this is happening because 
the church is ineffective. Well, I will agree that there is evil in the world, but I cannot more strongly disagree that the church is weak. The church is not weak. The church is not ineffective. God is still God. God is not losing any ground. Good stuff right there. Amen. That, that we serve a God who has all power in his hand. And the church is not losing. The church is not like in, in a race and, and, and the evil ones are in front. God is going to be victorious. So in this psalm, I want to show you three things. First, I want to show you that Christ is reigning. Then I want to show you that Christ will reign. And then the last thing I want to show you is how Christ is currently reigning. As I just said, that there is, this is not a, a this is not going to be a come from behind victory for the church. I, I, I need to drive that home. It's not a come from behind victory for the church. I've watched games. I've watched sporting events. I've watched Super Bowl 51 when the Atlanta Falcons were beating the New England Patriots 28-3. And it looked like the game was over. It looked like Atlanta was going to win the game. They were already printing shirts for Atlanta. Tom Brady went to work. And we know what happened. They had to discard all those shirts that they had already made. So what I'm telling you today is this is not how the church is going to win. This is not how the church become, is victorious. We're, we're not coming from behind. I need you to know that we are winning and we're on good ground. Amen. So as Christ is currently reigning, let's look at the passage. It says, the Lord says to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. The Lord sends forth from Zion your mighty scepter. Rule in the midst of your enemies. Your people will offer themselves freely on the day of your power in holy garments. From the womb of the morning, the dew of your youth will be yours. It's, Christ is currently reigning. Listen to this. It says, first, it says, the Lord says to my Lord. Now, this is a Psalm of David. We had a good little discussion about uh, the, the, the Lord says to my Lord. Now, this is David talking. This is not to David. David is telling the story. The Lord, which is the creator God, the one who created everything, says to my Lord, which is somebody that's higher than David. Y'all follow me? The Lord, the creator of everything, says to my Lord, sit at my right hand. First thing I want to do, let's look at sit. When, when he says sit, sit is actually a position of authority. Yeah, yeah. Sitting is actually a position of authority. The one who stands is actually serving the ones who sit. Y'all look like y'all are doubting me. Look, look, when we go to a restaurant, when we go to a restaurant, we get a table and we do what? We sit down. And the one who's serving us, guess what he's doing? He's standing. So, so, so here it is. He gives him a lesson. He says, sit. And don't just sit anywhere. 
sit at my right hand. Because the right hand is a position of power, honor, and majesty. So the Lord creator God has placed the Lord of David at his right hand. He got him sitting in a position of power. He, he not just sitting there, but he, he, he's ruling from his sit-down seat because it's a position of authority. Amen. Amen. So he's sitting at the right hand of the Father, and he's not just, just there. Hebrews chapter 10 tells us that when Christ ascended, he took a seat at the right hand of the Father. So I want you to know that it's not just anybody sitting there. It's Christ. And don't think that he's just sitting there. He's working while he's sitting there. He, he, he's doing what we cannot do for ourselves. So now we're clear that, that he's sitting in a position of authority. And then he says this, until I make your enemies your footstool. Church, we ain't losing by a long shot. Until I make your enemies your footstool. Listen, one thing I learned in, in, in police work, we often would make folk lie down. When people are laying down, you, you, you tell them to get on their, on their knees, and they get down to their knees, they got their hands in there, and you tell them just to lay down. What, when you're laying down, what you're doing is putting yourself in a position of surrender. So what Christ is saying is that what, what, what the Lord is saying to Christ is that I'm going to make your enemies your footstool. In other words, they are going to be in a position of surrender, and you're going to be able to rest your feet on them. That's good. Look, you, 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 ever, you ever just sit back at home and put your foot up in the recliner? When I get home, I do one thing. I go to my favorite chair, and I just let it recline. I put my feet up. What I'm saying is that I have, hey, listen, I have conquered this day. Are y'all with me? Anybody does something when you get home to let you, you just say, yeah, this, this, this was a day. So, so I have conquered the day. Listen, not on my own power. Oftentimes I sit there and I say, God, I thank you for letting me travel the roads. God, I thank you for letting me make it back home safely. Are y'all following me? I, I don't sit there and say, I did this and I done that. I realize that if it had not been from the Lord. Are y'all following me so far? So, so he, he, he's at a position of authority. Look at verse 2. It says, uh, the Lord shall send forth from Zion your mighty scepter. The scepter is like a staff. It's like a rod. And, and you shall rule in the midst of your enemies. Wherever it goes, it shows that you're in authority. It shows that you got control over whatever land it goes in. Anybody ever seen the, the picture of the battle of Iwo Jima? Okay. I need one Marine in the room. Am I? Thank you. Thank you. Somebody who understands the picture of the battle of Iwo Jima. What happens is you, show, you see these Marines and they're hoisting up a flag. And I know it's a lot of controversy around it. You know, people say, well, they were posing for the picture. It wasn't real. But one thing is for sure. Wherever that American flag is planted, we own that booger. That, listen, listen, that's all that matters to me. Listen, wherever we horse the flag, we own that booger. I don't care where it's at. It could be in the, listen, when they, when they were, took over Saddam Hussein, yeah, him, Saddam Hussein's, palace. 
Guess what the first thing they did? Was plant an American flag. What, guess what they were saying? We got authority of this booger right here. This is our place now. So what happens is when the scepter goes out, wherever it goes, wherever it goes, the Lord has authority over it. His enemies have lost ground. That's good, y'all. Didn't I tell you we ain't losing? We are winning, y'all. We are victorious because his scepter continues to go out. It says the Lord, the capital Lord, the creator of God, sends out the scepter all into the land of the enemies and wherever it goes. We are victorious. Look at verse 3. Your people will offer themselves freely on the day of your power in holy garments for the womb of the morning, the dew of your youth will be yours. Look at this, y'all. Your people will offer themselves freely. Because he's raining. Y'all, listen, there, there are things that, that we do that we, we, we can't control when it comes to what we do for God. Hello, you, 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 have you ever done something and you just realized that I, I, I don't know why I did that? I, anybody ever know? Is that ever happened to you? You really don't know why you did it. It, it was beyond you. And if, if you could have just took a moment, you probably would have thought better and not have done it. Amen. But sometimes, sometimes God operates us, operates in us such a way that it calls us to freely do the things that we wouldn't probably normally do. So what he says in your day of, listen to this. It says your people will offer themselves freely on the day of your power. Listen, when when he is crowned the Lord of Lords, nobody going to have to convince us to worship. (laughs) (laughs) When he's crowned the King of Kings, look, ain't ain't nobody going to have to say stand up. We're not going to even have to have this service. We're not going to have to have a a program to follow. When he's crowned the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, we all going to yell holy, holy. Is the Lord God Almighty. Nobody's going to have to tell us, put your hands together. Nobody's going to have to say, lift your hands in the air and offer God praise. When he is crowned the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings, oh, man. We're going to do what we do. We're going to do it freely. We're not, listen, can I just talk for a moment? Does everybody who come to church come freely when we come in here to worship? Look, look, yeah, we got one person. Can we get two? <laughs> oh, we got two. But, you know, some, sometimes, sometimes this right here, it's just out of habit. What else? What, look, what else are we going to be doing on Sunday morning? Hello? So we get up. And we come to church. We, come, we gather in this place. We come in this place to worship. And sometimes we, we do it simply out of habit. Y'all, when he's crowned Lord of Lords and the King of Kings, it won't be out of habit. It'll be because of who he is. Amen. It says this, and, and in holy garments, we won't be wearing just anything. The womb of the morning, 
the dew of your youth will be yours. So what it's saying is there's going to be a new freshness every day, that this is going to happen every day. We're, it's not going to get old. You know, when I work midnights, it's amazing how dew sets in. I could be driving all night. Grass would be dry. I would be driving through neighborhoods, and I'll be looking, and grass is dry. And it's like one minute. You just travel one minute in time, and it's due everywhere. I, I, don't, I don't know how it happens. I, I, listen, I, there, there's, there's a lot of books on how do happens on the ground and all that. But all I know is that I know one night, one minute, it was no due. The next minute, it was due everywhere. That lets me know that God is in control. And he provides that due. He gives the grass what it needs. We water our grass. But it, it already gets what it needs when the dew sets on it. So what he's saying, the morning dew, listen, the, the youth are going to be refreshed. It's, it's not going to be something that gets old. Hello? That's good stuff, y'all. That our worship for him will always be new. It will always be refreshed. We won't be worshiping for yesterday's stuff. We'll be worshiping for the right now. Amen. Look at this. So, so he is reigning. Christ is reigning. Look at verse 4. The Lord has sworn and will not change his mind. You are a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. The Lord's reign will be forever. It says after the order of Melchizedek. Melchizedek was a priest before priest. So, so his order was not based on bloodline. His order was not based on who his family was. His order was not uh, self-appointing. As a matter of fact, his very name means a righteous king. So he was, he was a righteous king, and, and, and the Lord will be a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. So he was a good prophet, he was a, he was a priest, and he was a king. But when Christ comes to serve, he's going to be our prophet, he's going to be our priest, and he's going to be our king. As a prophet, he, he will pronounce that, that there's an end to sin. As a priest, he's already, he's already gave the alternate sacrifice. He's already sacrificed. There's no, Hebrew tells us there's no more need for bulls and goats and all this other stuff. Why? Because the blood of Jesus makes us right in the presence of God. And when he's our king, he's going to rule over the world. Y'all, so, so not only is he ruling right now, he is going to rule. Hmm. Not only is he ruling, but he's going to rule. Look at this. Let's look at, look at verse 5. It says, the Lord is at your right hand. He will shadow the kings on the day of his wrath. He will execute judgment among the nations, filling them with corpse. He will scatter chiefs over the wide earth. He will drink from the brook by the way. Therefore, he will lift up his head. Listen to this. In the day of his wrath, he is going, he will scatter kings. Didn't I say we're winning? 
We're winning now. We're going to win. He's going to, there, there is no one who can defeat our king. There's no one who can defeat Jesus. There's no one that's, that comes close to, to being able to defeat him. There's no one who compares to him. He's first all by himself. You, you, ever, seen, you ever seen a race of people getting close to the finish line? I was watching something, and there was this guy who was winning the race, and he was so excited about winning, he could see the finish line, and he had passed everyone. But what he did not see, well, there was a guy behind him who was picking up speed who was picking up speed, and he, he was about to lose this race until people started yelling, you better run, you better run. So he looked over his shoulder, and he saw that the guy was catching up on him. Then, he's, then he got himself back together. This, this is not what I'm talking about. This is not going to be a close win for the church. It's not, it's not, it's not going to be that we, we almost lost. That is not going to be it. He's, the church is ahead. The Bible says this, that the gates of hell should not prevail against us. That's what it says. Listen, let me give you a little. You know what that means? We often think that means that, that the world is going to come overtake us. That's what we think that means, that the world is going to overtake us. But gates don't move. Gates don't move. What, what, what are gates for? To keep what's in, in, what's out, out. What does the Bible say that the gates of hell won't prevail? Won't prevail? So that that means it can't keep us out. Wherever God wants to send the gospel, guess where it's going to go? Where it want to go, even if it's gates there. It can't stop it. I need us to see this stuff. That it cannot stop. Listen, I can, put, I, I can put locks on my doors. I can put uh, a gate around my house. I, I can make it look like a fortress. But I can't keep God out if he wants to get in. I, I, can, I can say in my heart, I'm not going to do this and I'm not going to do that. But when the Lord gets a hold of my heart, the same people I didn't want to bless, I wound up blessing because I can't keep him out. So this, this is good. It says on, on, on that day, verse 6 says this, he will execute judgment from the nations, filling them with corpse. Y'all, there's going to be bodies everywhere. In, in, in the physical sense to me, in my natural mind, I just can't wrap my mind in the natural. Bodies laying everywhere. I can't. That's why I'm glad I don't have to wrap my mind around it. Because spiritually, y'all, guess what we're going to be doing? We're going to be worshiping. He's going to be winning. So, so it's good to know, y'all, that he, he's, he's not finna lose. He, he is not going to lose. He is reigning. He will reign. Look at this. Look at verse 7. He will drink from the brook by the way. Therefore, he will lift up his head. Even at this, 
He will drink from the brook by the way. That means he's not going to take a break. You know, he's not going to take a break. He's not going to need to get refreshed. When I was in the Marine Corps, we would be in the field a couple weeks, and then they would be kind to us and let us go back in and take a nice hot shower, get refreshed to come back out into the field. God's not going to need that. He's going to stop right on the side. He's going to, listen, 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 it's right there. He's he going to drink from the brook in the field. He's going to get down. He's going to get refreshed. He's going to get what he needs. And he's going to get up and he's going to keep going. Isn't that good, y'all? That's good because some of us have good intentions on going back. But once you get home, that's why they have something called AWOL. Absent without leave. Because you, you go home and you, and you start experiencing a good life at home, you don't want to go back. So look, for the military, that's called AWOL. For people who got jobs, that's called quitting. Thursday was bad, you ain't going back on Friday. You say, I'm going to take Friday off, then Monday come, you say, you know what, I ain't going today either. Tuesday come, you don't go, Wednesday they call you and say, you ain't got a job no more. But here's what he's going to do. He, he going to take care of us. He, he got us, y'all. So, so if he is reigning, he will reign. So if, if he is reigning, how is he reigning right now? How is he reigning right now? Guess how he's reigning. He's reigning through us. Anytime, anytime we pray for those who despitefully use us, he's reigning. Anytime we love our enemies, he's reigning. Anytime we're feeding the hungry, he reigning. Anytime we visit in the sick, he's reigning. When we're preaching liberty to the captive, he reigning. Are y'all with me? He reigning. You want to know? That's how he reigning. How is he reigning? He's sitting at the right hand of the Father, making intercession for you and me. <laughs> Listen, when we pray, he prays. Are y'all listening to me? How is he reigning? He's protecting us, y'all. He's protecting us from things that we know nothing about. How is he reigning? He's reigning because things are no worse than they already are. He is in control. So, yes, he is reigning. Yes, he will reign. And, yes, he is working through us. He's working through us. He's our advocate. He speaks on our behalf. You know, sometimes I, I, I'm glad he's there because sometimes I pray for things that I really don't need. Hello? I ask for those things, and I believe that Jesus is in heaven. I believe that Jesus is at the right hand of the Father, and he catches that stuff. Right. Now, if we tell the truth, all of us ought to be glad that, that, that Jesus was there to catch some stuff. Because <laughs> we, 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 we pray for some stuff that we know we don't need, that we know that's not good for us, but we ask anyway. 
So he's there. He's our advocate. He's, he's looking out for us. Y'all, anytime we offer our bodies as delivering sacrifices, he reigning. Y'all, there's missionaries throughout this world that's sharing the gospel. He's reigning. There are people on college campuses sharing the gospel with students in college. Guess what he's doing? He's reigning. And he's reigning through us. So we don't have to worry about being defeated. No matter how it looks. Y'all, we have a reason to hold our head up. Not because our hope is in ourselves. But because our hope is in Jesus Christ. Our hope is built on nothing less. Are y'all following me? I didn't get a chance to say I'm almost finished. Because I am finished. That's it, y'all. I hope rest is in him. And for that, y'all, we could ever, ever be grateful. That he's reigning, that he's going to reign, and he's reigning through us. We can have hope, y'all, that we are already victorious. We don't have to see, yeah, yeah, those things, whatever is happening in the world, we pray for those things. We pray that God moves. But guess what, y'all? We are still winning. That's what we're called to do. We're called to pray for that, y'all. When it happens, that when shootings happen, we shouldn't just say it didn't happen to us. There's, there's some families that's hurting today. There are families that did not expect not to be with their loved one today. And if that's not us, y'all, it should be our great pleasure, our honor to pray for our brothers and sisters who are going through. God's going to win. He's already won. It's a fixed fight. You know, it's a fixed fight. You know, some fights, you know. You don't want to watch some fights. I don't want to see Mayweather and Pacquiao no more. Pac-Man, I won't see that no more. Because I know Mayweather's going to win. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that, y'all. So we don't have to wait to the end. We can live victorious right now. We can give God praise. We can tell him thank you for the victory. There's a song that we sung in our old church. It says, don't wait till the battle's over. We shout now. We won't have to wait till the trumpet has sound. We can begin to shout right now. Let's pray. God, our Father, we thank you for the awesome privilege of knowing that the church is not losing. We thank you and we rejoice in the fact that the church is winning, and the church will forever be victorious. So, Father, as we are your people, we say that we need you. We say we need you to guide our steps, to guide our thoughts. God, we say reign in us. Allow us to be light in a dark world. Allow us to point someone to the light that only you can give. God, give us words that will cause men's hearts and minds to, to change and to, to seek after you, God. Touch us now, God.
so that we can be who you've called us to be. God, what a privilege it is to say that we are children of the reigning king, of the king who will reign, and of the king who will reign forever. We thank you. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you would like more information or would like to help support the local body of Christ Church in town, please visit our website at ChristChurchInTown.org.